0: because we need today fresh revelation. We need fresh teaching that is speaking to the generations today and the problems of this day and this hour. Suicide's on the cover because we need to reach those people to save souls and to save lives. We have to save the lives before we save the souls, so it's saving lives and saving souls.
1: This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Missy Montgomery, and I'm very happy to be joined in studio for a change with Annette Hart, who is the founder of the healing ministry Bridge for Peace, author, and speaker. How are you doing today, Annette? Great, Missy. Great to be here with you. Of course. Well, thanks for joining us on this chilly December morning. Um, You said you're from New York, so you're (laughs) used to this weather, but people that are from Florida, it was kind of a surprise waking up to this. (laughs) But we're going to go ahead and get into talking about your new book called The Spiritual Secrets of Suicide, which is a very powerful topic. Um, So why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about your ministry, Bridge for Peace, and kind of what led you to write this book?
0: Well, in our ministry, of course, it's a ministry of healing to the nations through the power of Jesus Christ. We now have bases on five continents, South America, North America, Africa, Australia, and Europe. So the Lord's brought us uh, into contact with so many people, so many cultures that we could just love them in his name and see them healed through his blood. And then, of course, we come face-to-face with the culture of death that we're facing right now in our generation and seeing so many young children in Africa dying through suicide because they can't go to school and then seeing so many young people in our own neighborhood dying through suicide because it's number two cause of death in America for 15 to 34 year olds is suicide in our own country. Mm. And we'll be going actually to Mozambique in January, which is number one for suicide in Africa and in Guyana. We'll go there in South America in the spring. They're number one for suicide in South America. So we want to come against the spirit of suicide through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and see people released from depression and suicidal thoughts and despondency and hopelessness because we all have a hope in Jesus Christ and a destiny in him.
1: We sure do. So I want to talk a little bit about you know, the spiritual aspect, because a lot of times suicide and depression can kind of be more of like a topic that a lot of churches don't want to discuss. It's just something that they kind of see as forbidden. So kind of how did you tie in the spiritual aspect to just kind of tell people like, Christian or not, people are facing these situations? That's right. Well, for 10 years,
0: I've been teaching about suicide and breaking open the fear of suicide, the shame of suicide through the scripture. And it came through my own encounter. I had an encounter, about a three-minute encounter. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't um, anxious in any way. We were actually at the top of our ministry at that time when we were building our center for healing. We had just come out of a church. People had received Christ. They'd been baptized in the Spirit. They'd been physically healed. It was one of those nights the team didn't want to leave the parking lot because the glory of God was all over everywhere. And I was on my way home. My husband and I had separate cars. That was one thing that was different about the night. And on the way home, I heard a voice say to me, where are all the people who said that they'd be there for you? Now Mm -hmm. that you're stretched and you have so much to do, where are all those people that said they would help you? And I just responded saying, everything I've done, I've done for the Lord. I haven't done it for people. Everything I've done, I've done in obedience to Christ. And that voice just kept hammering at me. And I said, my provider is Jesus. All my provision comes from Jesus. And then it started to say to me, well, why don't you just drive into the river? Why don't you end it all now? And there was a river Mm -hmm. alongside the road I was on. And then I started to accelerate, just briefly accelerate. And it wasn't because... I wanted to kill myself. It was because of the hammering sound in the voice, just kind of getting away from that sound. And then in that moment, when I touched the accelerator, pressed that accelerator a little bit, it was gone in that moment. And I thought, what was that? What was that? It was really like, I wanna say creepy, like a presence in the car. And then when I got home, I was still wondering about it, talked to Ed about it, my husband. And in the morning, I took it to prayer And the Lord showed me what it was. He showed me through the scriptures in Luke 4. You'll remember that where Jesus was baptized and then led into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. And when he was led into the wilderness, he underwent temptations. One of those temptations was he was taken to the top of the temple. You'll remember that. And he heard some of the Bibles translate it by one word. The one word that he heard was jump. Mm -hmm. It was a 450-foot jump. It was on a cliffside. If Jesus would have jumped, it clearly would have been suicide. I'd never heard anyone preach it that way. I'd never heard anyone teach it that way. But when I heard it, it was such a revelation to me that Jesus Christ, who had no hidden sin, he was not depressed, he didn't suffer through anxiety, met a spirit of suicide that told him to jump. He heard a voice that said, jump. So when I read that, I thought I was really, I was... Angry at this spirit for having the nerve to speak to me, but I said I heard the same spirit of suicide that Jesus Christ Himself heard. Suicide is a spirit. Suicide is a demonic person. That was such a revelation to me, and so I began even not not even I want to say um, thinking I didn't think that I would do this, but. When I was going to preach in a church, I was invited to preach, and I was getting up from my seat to go to the pulpit. I heard Jesus say to me, talk about your experience. Immediately I was like, Whoa, what are people gonna think of me? All those things start to come into my mind. But I knew Jesus had trained me so carefully, he's so good. He said, had said to me and taught me through the years: anytime you hear keep it a secret keep it in the dark, don't tell anyone about that. It's a red flag, a big red flag. So I went totally the other way. Once I heard that demonic voice in my head saying, keep it a secret, I started telling everybody. So as we went ministering around the world, I would raise up the spirit of suicide, and then pastors would come to me on the healing line, children 14 years of age, everyone with the same words, I can't tell Anyone, I always remember one pastor who had had slit their wrist mm. with a tattoo, showing me the tattoo over their wrist and just, just saying to me, when you preached it, when you taught it, I saw the face. It revealed itself. Once it reveals itself, it's conquered through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. It's when it isn't revealed and we don't understand it and we think we're crazy or we think we're the only one who hears that— that's where the danger is. That's where people get into shame and isolation. They feel they're going into church, they can't tell anyone about what happened. Even just recently, I was on a radio station, a Christian radio station, and the pastor said to me, Well, Annette, you're not talking about people in the churches. I said, We deal 90% with people in the churches. I okay. am talking about people in the churches who are suffering, who are isolated, who are depressed, who feel they can't tell anyone. I just had a an email from a woman in, in, in Europe, so grateful to get the book because she says, I can't tell anyone in my church. Now, that's a perception. We're not, spe- I'm not saying that as a judgment. That's a person's perception that they can't tell anyone. Maybe they could tell someone. Maybe they'd be met with love. Maybe they wouldn't be met with judgment. But that's the internal perception of what the atmosphere is until we start to break it open and say, there's no shame in this. There's no embarrassment in this. Jesus Christ met the same spirit. And then the Lord showed me even as I was writing the book, because the book is revelation after revelation. As people saying to me lately, so many people calling up and sending me emails, this is not a book about suicide. This is a book about Jesus Christ, which Mm -hmm. is true. It's an evangelistic tool. Suicide's on the cover because we need to reach those people to save souls and to save lives. We have to save the lives before we save the souls. So it's saving lives and saving souls. But the entire book, the second chapter essentially is, um, does God exist? Mm-hmm. goes through, based on my own experiences, it's going through step by step, bringing people to a conclusion that we need to stop the lies. That's the final chapter. Stop the lies with the scriptural truth. So when I was writing the book, what Jesus showed me was, as we know, he was led out into the wilderness by the Holy Spirit. When he was out there, who was with him? Nobody. He didn't bring his disciples. He didn't bring apostles. He didn't bring crowds with him. There was no one with him. He was alone out there. So when he had these experiences, who knew it? Mm -hmm. Who knew that he heard a voice saying, jump? Nobody knew it. How did it get into the Gospels? Jesus Christ had to tell people what happened to him. He had to sit around, I, I picture him sitting around the campfire with his guys saying, "Hey, did I ever tell you about that night? <laughs> you know, when I was out there in the wilderness, you know, and start to talk about his experience? And we know that the Word of God says there's so many things that Jesus did in his life that have never been written down in the Word. How is it that that experience was written down in the word, an experience that no one witnessed. Jesus wanted it there. The Holy Spirit made sure that experience got into the Word because we need today fresh revelation. We need fresh teaching that is speaking to the generations today and the problems of this day and this hour. We need to draw from the scriptural Word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit fresh teaching that can save lives and save souls, and we need to Back it with the authority of the word of God and the authority of his living presence in us. And that's what the book Spiritual Secrets About Suicide is about. It's not about suicide alone. It's about depression. It's about despair. It's about understanding the spiritual realm and what is happening to us today with so many thoughts, even with the book people afraid of the book people telling me i'm afraid of the book
1: it might be the title they kind of might be a little scared
0: at first about and why should we be afraid you mm-hmm. know even if other people are afraid we as christians if other people are afraid do we need to be mm-hmm. afraid If someone's afraid of the title of the book, it shows there's something
1: something demonic Mm -hmm. already
0: happening. There's an influence already in their lives that they're not aware of, that they should be afraid. Even, you know, Missy, as being in a healing ministry today, we see so many people afraid of cancer, Mm -hmm. afraid. I've never experienced this in the healing ministry in 30 years, what I'm experiencing this year people coming saying, I've never been like that, but now I'm afraid I'm going to get cancer. I'm afraid I'm going to get sick. Shaking, physically shaking and weeping because of the fear of becoming ill. There's so much fear, which we know if he can get his foot in the door with fear, Mm -hmm. he can throw anything else in that he wants. So I don't want anyone to be afraid Of this book. We have no reason to be afraid. This is equipping and empowering. That's the word I hear most often from people. This is powerful. It's a powerful book. Well, of course, it's powerful. It's the word of God in the book. And when I was writing it, I had so many intercessors. And they would be encouraging me all the time, saying that they saw as I was writing the book, names were being written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Oh, wow. And that this book would be like David's harp to people. So you know, in the Old Testament, when Saul had an evil spirit coming on him, they would say, let's find someone who can play a stringed instrument and relieve him. And David was the one that they brought. And when the evil spirit would come on Saul— David would play the stringed instrument and the evil spirit would leave. And that's what an intercessor called and said to me, this book, Spiritual Secrets About Suicide, will be like David's harp in this generation. So we are already hearing people delivered from post-traumatic stress disorder, people delivered from suicidal thoughts, from depression. When we're ministering this in groups, people come forward. And what happens, Missy, is I thought, what will this look like? When we start to minister this to people— that are suffering. What's it going to look like? would be a highly emotional night. What will it look like? What it has looked like is the face of God. The Holy Spirit has taken total control over every meeting we've had about spiritual secrets, about suicide. And when people come up for prayer, they've already been delivered.
1: Oh, wow. That's powerful. It's
0: amazing. They're telling me stories that they say, I've never told anyone this. I thought I'd be weeping through it. I didn't think I'd get the words out. Yet I feel the amazing peace of God on me. That's because the Holy Spirit already delivered them when we stop the lies, speak the truth, expose those things that have been hidden, and reveal the, the purpose and plan which is good for each person's life.
1: You know, what I appreciate about this book so much is I feel a lot of time Christians kind of have this uh, persona and this kind of um, almost like stereotype about them. It's like, they're Christian. They have to be perfect. They can't be feeling this. They can't be thinking this. You know, they can't have these negative thoughts. So for you to kind of like just peel back the layers and be like, yeah. Christian or not, people are having these thoughts. You know, they're they're going through all these tough times. And I just wanted to kind of Briefly read a review because I think that this is so powerful, you know, it's whether it could be for the veterans that are suffering from PTSD. It can be children in middle school, high school that are suffering from bullying. I mean, it's happening to everyone, you know, no matter if you're a Christian or not. So um, also really just fun fact just quickly. Your book, The Spiritual Secrets of Suicide, was the number one new release for crisis counseling management on Amazon for three weeks. That's right. Yeah, and so the reception is really great. Just briefly want to read a review here, and uh, the review is, The author dealt with a topic on suicide from the point of an astounding knowledge. She offered the, the caregivers, the counselors, and students into the depths of the secrets that seemingly proffer the justification for suicide that the enemy lies in our ear. What a wonderful exploration of the great zest and spiritual courage. I recommend this book for everyone wishing to liberate themselves from the lies. So that's kind of like what we briefly talked about. You know, earlier you talked about the situation in the car, you know, talking about Jesus. It's these lies that are put into our heads. Right. So just kind of briefly tell us what is a first step. If we feel these lies coming to us, what's the first thing we can do to kind of get that enemy out?
0: Right. Well, I also have a CD called Arrest That Thought. So we're going to say A B C. Is that okay. easy, Missy? A B C. Okay. So the first thing, when there's a perpetrator at the scene of a crime, and when it's finally it's realized that this person is committing a crime, the first step is the person's arrested. Mm-hmm. Then the second step is the police officer is going to bind him. They're going to put handcuffs on him, and then the third step is the police officer is going to take him, throw him in jail, cast him out. Mm-hmm. So A arrest. B, bind, C, cast out, A, B, C. So the main thing is arrest that thought. The first thing, Missy, is to realize it's a thought that doesn't have truth. It's a lie to realize what the thought is and who it's coming from. You know, many people think that thought is in their heads. Well, I wanted to just share with you when we were in Australia, many years ago, it was a night where the Lord had clearly told us it was a team of 10. Clearly, it's a night for deliverance. We had forgotten totally it was Halloween Mm. because in Australia at that time, they didn't celebrate Halloween. So in the hall, I heard a strange voice, and I looked, and I saw a person in a total skeleton costume, head-to-toe skeleton costume. They had a voice changer, voice box changer, and they were calling through the screen door, let me in. The screen door was locked, and they were kind of rattling the door trying to get in, say, let me in. And, Missy, that's the image I want anyone who's listening today to put into their heads. He is not in your head. He's outside. Through the power of the blood of Jesus, he's outside. He's locked out the door. But you can hear his voice Mm -hmm. speaking to you through the screen. You can hear the rattling of the door. But he's not in your head. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that's in your head. It's the blood of Jesus that's in your head. He's outside. So, arrest. Stop the lies. Number one, arrest. I'm not listening to that lie. B, bind him. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bind you. And C, cast him out. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out. And to understand the authority and the power that we have in Jesus Christ. Obviously, spiritual secrets about suicide, we cover a lot of territory in the small pages. But we do have other resource material. First of all, Foundation for Healing that be- takes you from the beginning. Secondly, we have um foundation for freedom that deals with the deliverance ministry which people are so afraid of the deliverance ministry when we got into healing ministry this many people don't want to hear about that but when you get into deliverance ministry people really get nervous that's not god and satan has woven a mystique mm. around deliverance ministry i was preaching the Derek Prince conference in australia last year And that was my topic. We want to tear away the mystique because what a mystique is, is you make it so that it cannot be understood. You put a shroud over it, you put something dark over it, and it's mysterious. And that makes anyone nervous when they don't understand it. You know, knowledge is power, knowledge of the scriptures is power. And so, what we want to do is tear away that mystique. Deliverance ministry is a mystery because Mm -hmm. it's through the blood of the power of Jesus Christ, and we can't understand that thoroughly but it is not to be something that frightens people. And certainly, my friends, anyone who's listening today, I don't want you to be frightened in the name of Jesus Christ. That's not from God. So today, we want to remember, if something, if we hear that voice, first of all, don't believe he's in your head. He's outside. If you belong to Jesus, he's outside. He's locked out. He's on the other side of that screen door. So you hear his voice. He wasn't in Jesus' head he didn't own him he doesn't satan doesn't own you either but if you hear the voice just remember he's locked out tell him be quiet you know when you read what jesus did he just told him quiet mm-hmm. do the same thing do it just the way jesus did arrest it bind it in the name of jesus bind it through the power of the blood of jesus christ bind that spirit and certainly see cast it out a b c there's some spiritual secrets for you today, Missy.
1: That was amazing, and Annette, I just want to thank you for sharing such a powerful message. And for our listeners that have feel convicted to, you know, learn more about this and pick up the book themselves, um, whether it's for themselves because they feel like they need it, or for a friend or a loved one, where can they get in touch, also with you and also pick up the book? Sure, and I'm sh-
0: I'm glad you brought that up because, as we've been going around now ministering spiritual secrets about suicide in different churches and halls and many different places, I found that this is not an uncommon experience. When I began the book, I began it as a niche book, something for a certain group of people that we had in our society to help them. The more I'm speaking to people and meeting people, this is not a niche book. Mm -hmm. This is something most people I say it with confidence, with my experience now, mm-hmm. most people go through this at one time or another. Those who have not gone through it, this equips you for when it would happen, that you right. won't get anxious, that you won't get fearful, that you won't get depressed, and thing, and you won't get scared, because you'll be equipped, and you'll say, oh, you, I heard about you.
1: You don't scare me. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: exactly. Get out, in mm-hmm. Jesus' name. You know, Get away from me. Right. So instead of my experience, was, which was, what was that? What what was speaking to me? What was you know was a, a, an, um, an unknown, mm-hmm. and anything that's unknown is frightening. So I want to say today that I have been convinced this is a book that everyone needs. Even as you read the reviews, many healthcare workers, and thank God for them. I do want to say that, Missy, we're not against medicine. We're mm-hmm. not against doctors. We have our own surgical medical mission team in Bridge for Peace. Thank God for medical. Um, workers. Thank God for mental health workers and medicines. And we thank God for all of it. Anything that brings healing comes from God. Our doctors on the team say we can treat people, but only Jesus can heal them. So thank God for anything that's working for you when you're listening today. We thank God for those counselors that are working with compassion and love. But in my opinion now, everyone needs this book, the healthcare workers that are coming to our meetings because they don't have the answers they need, and so many know it's a spiritual route. And even on the reviews on Amazon, you'll see the registered nurse who bought the book to help her um, clients and help her patients and then found out it was for her. She actually oh, wow. texted me, said, Annette, this is for me, capital letters, and it's made her more spiritually aggressive as well as equipped to help others. So I believe it's for everyone, it's for people that need help. Most definitely, please, do not be afraid of the title of this book. Take a hold. This is this is a sword in your hand. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to get free through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. So it's for people that are struggling, people that are trying to help people that are struggling, moms and dads with kids that are struggling, husbands and wives with spouses that are struggling. So the book is for everyone, and you can get it. We try to make it as accessible as possible You can get it on our own website, which is bridgeforpeace.org. You can get it on amazon.com. And if if you have a Christian bookstore in the area, we'd love to hear from them because we'd love to see many bookstores carrying it. Uh, We also have, Missy, I want you to be aware, a DVD that accompanies. You can get the DVD with the book. It's broken down into eight chapters, just as the book is. At the end of our book, there are eight chapter questions. I wrote them intentionally so they could be answered surfacely, as surfacely as a person wants to answer them or go as deep as they want to go. So we already have groups running in Australia, Spiritual Secrets About Suicide Groups. They watch the DVD, go home, read the book, come back, talk about it with with the guidance of the questions, and each chapter ends in prayer. So depending on their comfortability and spirituality, they can read the prayer together or they can receive prayer from other members of the group depending upon where they are at personally. So even a mom has told me, which I think it's great, she says her high school girls are too busy to read the book. So what she's doing is she's putting the DVD on in the family room, watching it with the family and then discussing it, using it as material to raise up points that they can discuss. What a great idea. I think that's wonderful, and that was my heart in the beginning of all this, which I've interviewed over 40 people for the book. So it's real testimonies from real people who have real experiences of attempts or in and out of psychiatric institutions, so it's very real. And in the beginning, my hope was for young women and their moms just to be able to get together we were going to make a free app i had no had no thought of writing a book we wanted to make a free app so it would be so accessible to the young people and then something that they could do as a grassroots in just in their living room moms inviting other moms with their daughters dads inviting other dads with their sons and just coming in the living room listening to the app and letting that being the jump off point but i know as you've read the book in chapter 1 it talks about that the funeral of a young football Mm -hmm. captain, actually 18 years of age, how the Lord spoke to me and said, write the book. So the book has come first, but the DVD is there, and we have many materials to help you, bridgeforpeace.org. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us. Our phone number is 631-730-3982. You can order over the phone. We have people that are ready to pray for you, And we're just so grateful to see God is setting the captives free, and he's using spiritual secrets about suicide as one of his tools for doing it.
1: He sure is. And speaking of prayer, do you mind closing out our show in prayer for us?
0: Surely. Thank you, Missy. Jesus, we just thank you and we praise you that all life comes from you, that you created us in your own image, that you love us, you adopted us as sons and daughters. And Lord, we hear your heart's cry even Even as the word says, when the lion roars, who will not tremble? And we have trembled, Lord God, as we've heard you roar over the brokenness in our generation, over the young people, Lord, over the elderly who feel they have nothing left to live for. We have heard you roar, Lord God, and we respond, Lord, responding to you today. Jesus, we're pouring out the power of your blood over everyone that's listening to this podcast today, Lord God. And we're thanking you and praising you that your arm is not too short to save. We stop the lies in your name, Jesus Christ, and we release the truth that everyone has been born with a plan, Lord God, because you know the plans you have for each one of us, Lord. You've got a future for each one of us. You've got hope for each one of us. There's giftedness that we have in our hearts. There's so many gifts that you have placed in each one of us that we have not even imagined, nor have we touched it, Lord God, nor have we seen it manifested as of yet. But, Lord, as we walk into our destiny in you with a confidence, with a trusting in you, Lord God, even trembling, Lord, in our inner beings at the majesty and the wonder of your great love for us, we thank you and we praise you that today, Lord, as your servants, we arrest every negative thought, every fearful thought, every life-robbing thought that anyone's listening today, anyone listening today, if you're suffering with that in the name of Jesus, I rest that thought. I bind it through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. I bind those thoughts now in Jesus' name and under his great authority and power, calling myself a Christian, calling myself after my Christ, my Messiah, my Savior, I cast it out now in the name of Jesus. And we seal this healing. We seal this delivering through the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Lord, that we are walking free today, free to walk into our destiny with you. So I thank you, Lord God, as even those that have been afraid that say, I don't know what to say, I don't know how to help. I cancel those fears in the name of Jesus. The The power of God is in you. The Holy Spirit lives in you. He will give you the words. Rely on Him. Do not be afraid. Let Him come and speak to your heart. Let Him comfort you today. Let Him counsel you today because God has created you to minister healing to the nations, that He Himself, our beautiful, precious Savior, would receive all the glory and His name would be made known and the great renown of His name. And the honor that it is due would would surface through the darkness and bring marvelous light to this nation, America, and throughout the world as he reveals himself as the only one who saves, the only one who heals, the only one who delivers, God our provider, who meets every need through the power of his cross and his resurrection. And I pray this in the name of the one that I love, Jesus Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, thank you, Annette, for joining us in studio today to talk about your book, Spiritual Secrets About Suicide. And I just pray that this book continues to help people and give them the courage to speak up and talk about what's really going on whether you know, they're Christian or not, everyone's, everyone's exactly. facing it. So I just appreciate you coming in and sharing this message with us. Thank you,
0: Missy. It's great to be with you
1: today. Of course. I'm Missy Montgomery, and you've been listening to Charisma Connection. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network.